Do you ever take on projects or clients where you know it's going to be a bad fit later on because you have a, a, a smaller pipeline of, of clients? You always know it's going to be a bad fit. But in today's video, I interview Jeffrey Riddle from Altera Landscape Design who talks about the good that can come from saying no um, earlier to customers who might not be a good fit for you and how it creates an opportunity for more yeses. My name is Jack Jostis, and welcome to the Landscaper's Guide to Modern Sales and Marketing podcast. Today, I'm super excited to interview Jeffrey Riddle from Altera Landscape Design, and uh, let's get started. We weren't getting the leads that I knew we could. We weren't getting the right leads. What started happening is that our, our leads are more qualified. Our sales have probably gone up by about 10 to 15% a year. We're going to increase our sales volume by a million dollars in a year. All right, folks, here we are with Jeffrey Riddle from Altera Landscape Design in Dallas, Texas. Right now, Jeffrey, you, somehow I got you to fly out here to Boulder, Colorado. We're on a video set. We just shot some videos for Altera. And uh, for, for those listening or watching who don't know you, who are you? What do you do? What are you doing here? Well, I'm enjoying Boulder. I'm not enjoying the video process. I feel like a, a fish out of water. Uh, but I'm Jeff Riddle. I own Altera Landscape Design in the DFW area, and we design and build uh, beautiful landscapes. Well, yeah, no, you, you are a fish out of water. But hey, no, no, really, you did it. You did an incredible job today. We've got some. We've got some. Even you even made some jokes today. Oh my! In your okay. video about the things that the reasons people hate contractors. Right, 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 right. So uh, that was pretty cool. And one of the things that came out, um, we actually recorded a, a testimonial for Ramblin Jackson. We've been working together for a couple of years now. Um, we've worked on your website. We've worked on your search engine optimization, and You've now gotten so many of qualified leads, right, quantity and quality, that you're needing to say no to them. And that's kind of been a challenge. And so um, that's one of the reasons that we're making video is to help people understand that, hey, there's been a freeze in, 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 Fort, or, uh, in uh, the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and there's a shortage of plants, and there's a huge increase in landscaping. Um, so that way they understand timelines and budgets before they call and eat up right. your time. But, but still, you're going to need to tell some people no. Right. And I believe that's, that's just a truth in business, whether it's employees or um, certainly customers. And I know that you, you've got a five-star review average. You are re relentless about the quality of landscape of Altera landscape design. So how do you balance that, you know, needing to say no while also wanting to ultimately serve customers and take care of people? Right. Well, I mean, you know, it's tough because first of all, we love what we do. Uh, we love to help folks create beautiful outdoor spaces and we, we hate to say no. Um, but I think, you know, for the health of our business, uh, we have to from time to time. And so, um, you know, we like to say we're about quality over quantity. And, you know, particularly the DFW area is notorious for, for quantity, you know, the size of everything. Everything's huge. And mm -hmm. 
we want to sort of swim counter to that. And it's one of the things that makes us unique. I think it's one of the things that helps us uh, just be attractive and, and just it, it, it intrigues people you know, when you are, you're sort of saying, hey, let's make sure there's a fit before we work together. Uh, you know, right now is an unprecedented time and we're having to say no. Uh, we're trying to do so professionally. Um, and so we're in a, in, in a kind of a unique time. But when we're in normal times, we, we still are trying to be very selective about who we work for so that we can maintain the mm -hmm. quality and, and run an operation that's in control and not sort of, uh, you know, chaotic. Has there ever been a time where you've had that chaos happening in yeah. your business? Yeah, I think everybody has that. You, you let it seep in. Right. You know, you take on, you know, a little too much uh, or projects kind of stack up because of schedule or weather or something like that. And you get a taste of running out of control. Uh, and I personally, you know, I, I, I really don't like it and I try to, you know, avoid it at, at, at all costs, albeit, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, we can't avoid it, but it gives you a taste of what it's like. And, uh, and, you know, and, and we don't like it. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think anybody can grow a business without having that yeah. experience, and it, it does feel awful um, having more than you can manage, or having clients who are unhappy, um, and also probably not making a profit during right. that time. <laughs> right, and it, you know, it's kind of counterintuitive. Folks think the more volume we do, mm -hmm. the more money we're going to make, but it's it can really be the opposite. So when you run at a higher rate than your organization can handle, uh, profits typically, you know, go in the tank. Well, and, and then and so does morale. And I was just going to say things. that you know one challenge that every really any business faces in the trades in general is finding good people. And when you have good people on your team and you burn them out, and then you get the reputation that you burn people out that can really make right. it hard to recruit. So I think that you're on track there. So talk to us a little bit. So how mm. do you say no? Like, let's pretend that we're on the phone. And sure. I'm, yeah. I'm uh, hey, it's Jack uh, from 123 Main Street. And we have a $10,000 budget for what you said yeah. was a $40,000 job. Well, we just kind of cut to the chase there. But how, right. how do you yeah. do that without, with, while, while being respectful? Right. So how do you, how, what do you literally say to people? Yeah. Well, I think it starts before the phone call. It's like, okay, who are we going to be? Are we going to be selective? Are we going to be, like we said, quality over quantity? Mm -hmm. And are we prepared? Are we ready to say no? And do we have a gate? Sort of like, do we have a gate to get in? Oh, that reminds me. So, so you, you drew something on, on the plane in your notebook. Right. So open that up. Let's, let's just yeah. take a look at it. Because um, you drew, you literally drew a gate, right? Right. Yeah. And and when we're contemplating engaging with someone, mm -hmm. you know, we're looking for certain things, and that's what comprises, you know, the gate. And if you're volume oriented, maybe your gate is a lot wider, right? Sure. And you're not 
as picky uh, about qualifying who you're going to work with. But mm -hmm. we look for things like, you know, are, 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 is this client positive? Do they, you know, in an initial phone call or interview, do they appear to be cooperative and, uh, you know, warm and engaging and fair and authentic? And, you know, are, is there something unique about them? Uh, mm -hmm. Are they super price driven? You know, are they are they already talking about you know price and and maybe how they you know beat another contractor down or yeah you know, and so you pick up on these clues and we call them you know red flags but that sort of you know comprises the the gate and then you know we're we're trying to. Uh, just make sure there's a fit. And if we have to be prepared to say no, mm -hmm. right, before you even go to these meetings and you have these conversations and then wait for the right fit. You know, it's sometimes hard to wait if you need the work. You know, you're right. looking at your revenue, you're looking at what you should have sold this month or last month. And sometimes it takes courage you know, to wait. Yeah. How do you work through that? Because every business, even successful businesses like yours, um, you do go through cycles or seasons right. or periods where the phone isn't ringing right. or the leads aren't good. Yeah. And maybe you do have payroll to make or feed yourself right. or whatever. So how, how yeah. do you find the courage yeah. during those, those months? Right. Some, some of it's just experience mm -hmm. where, you know, uh, it, after you've done it a while, you realize, hey, the work has always come. If we do the right thing and we work hard and we're good at what we do, the work, it, the work is going to come. Mm -hmm. uh, but particularly if you haven't been in business a long time, uh, you know, that it, it's, a, it's a real scary feeling when you're behind revenue mm -hmm. and you've got payroll to make. Uh, but I, you know, I try to stay faithful and remember that, you know, I've always had the work at the end of the day, mm -hmm. um, and just trust the process. So, yeah. um, one, one of the things hard to do, though. It, it, it definitely is hard to do. And I find that in, in those moments of fear, or when you lower the bar and you let people in the gate that you have a feeling it's going to be a bad fit. Right. I and, can make this work. Right. It won't be that bad. Hey, and I don't want to project that here that I'm totally fearless because I've been doing this a long time. You know, I have lots of gray hair and the hair I have, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I, I get, I get fearful and I've been doing it a long time. Uh, I still have those moments where, you know, I'm I'm going. We have got to get you know another project or two sold, and I am very tempted to let down the sort of the standards, if you will, and widen the gate. And you know, and and when I do, I'm usually sorry that I did. Right. Right. And and it's never fails. You know, right after you take on a project, you know, you probably shouldn't you know, here comes a really good one right behind it. And you're like, golly, should have waited. Yeah, well, so wait it out and and you've got to generate enough demand, you know, so that's one of the things right. about marketing is that 
doing marketing allows you to be pickier right. and to have a, a, a more of a, a funnel coming in yeah. so that way you can pick and choose even a higher volume of right. the right fits, right. what we call your hell yes customer. Yeah, and that's, that's tough because you gotta spend the money on marketing and planning what you call the tree of good fortune, but getting roots in the ground and mm -hmm. the foundation built in your marketing that creates the opportunity to be more selective. Yeah, right on. One of the things that we did today was, uh, uh, you brought also in your notebook was a list of things that people hate about contractors. <laughs> so I wanna roll a clip, we already recorded it. Uh, so you gotta hear Jeffrey talking about the reasons people hate contractors. Hey, it's Jeff Riddle with Altera and I have bad news. We've determined that construction is like making sausage. If you watch the process too closely, you will never eat it again. The good news is we've made a list of the top 10 things people hate about contractors. And here they are, right? So they cheat. They don't communicate. They're dirty, messy. They cost too much. Their quality is low. They're, they're late. They're not timely. They're incompetent, right? They do stuff the wrong way. They're inefficient. Uh, they don't listen and they have bad breath, right? So we're determined not to do any of those things. And are we perfect? No, but at least we're aware of these things and we are gonna try as hard as we can not to do these things and we're gonna make sure your experience with Altera is much better than you've ever experienced with any other contractor. And now I'm gonna share with you our process to make the experience better than you've ever experienced with any other contractor. All right, Jeffrey, thank you so much. Um, I'm really glad to finally have you on the show. You do amazing work. Um, you guys should check out his website and see the, just the photos of the work that you that you all do is so cool. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for checking out today's episode of the Landscaper's Guide to Modern Sales and Marketing podcast. See the show notes where I link up to Jeffrey's website where you can check it out. And uh, I look forward to talking to you next Friday.